Taco Palenque fans, we have something special for you. Try the Casero Taco now for only $2.75 Monday through Thursday. Flavor packed with premium sirloin rice and refried beans. Only at Taco Palenque. At participating locations for limited time, not valid for delivery. Other restrictions may apply. From a highly secure network of top secret locations across North America, this is the Spurs Insider brought to you by Taco Palenque. I'm your host, Mike Finger, joined as always by Express News, Spurs beat writers, Jeff McDonald and Tom Orsborne and sports editor Nick Talbot. Tom Orsborne has covered Super Bowls. He's covered Olympics. I think he's covered big time heavyweight fights. He's covered NBA finals. But but is he prepared as he checks in from the frigid upper northwest upper midwest of our united states to cover what might be the biggest event he's ever covered in his illustrious sports writing career the san antonio spurs against the detroit pistons tom are you ready well mike there's there's definitely a buzz in this city i mean the city is, <laughs> is there but it's unfortunately it's uh, for for what you just mentioned. Unfortunately, it's for the uh, Lions hosting the Rams. Ah, uh, 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 <laughs> not so much about the Spurs and Pistons. These are the, no. these the, the, the two records of these teams are are completely different. They are set apart. They are they are in their own class, their own league, so to speak, in the uh, NBA. No, nobody approaches what these two teams have done so far this season, and they're about to go head to head. The Lions have more wins than these two teams combined. Small, that's, a, that's small, amazing. Small sample size, but I'm in the Uber yesterday for 40 minutes, and uh, the Uber driver is a sports fan. And and uh, I know you guys would never do this, but I admitted to being a sports writer, and uh, told him what I cover. Admitted, he volunteered at the moment he walked in the Uber. Hey, yeah. hey I'm Tom. I'm a sports writer. That's right. Go that's ahead. actually that's actually what his T-shirt read. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, and I'm I, Tom. I I'm a sports fedora. writer. I had the old fedora with the press press pass and tucked into <laughs> yeah. it. Um, no, and and I saw so I tell him I'm you know Spurs uh, Spurs Pistons here for that. Immediately he goes, "What do you think about that? What do you think about the Lions? Can they beat Stafford? What do you think about the Cowboys? You know." It was uh-huh. all, all NFL, so small uh, yeah. sample. But anyway, the Spurs are uh, probably just some of them are just waking up right now. They didn't have practice today. Uh, sleeping in, it's it's wet, cold. We're recording this on a Tuesday. the The listeners are listening to this on a Wednesday, the day of the big game. But yeah. uh, but this is an off day in, in Detroit for Tom. Wet and cold. They're sleeping in after two tough losses. Both, uh, you know, both were winnable. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're taking it easy this morning and trying to, trying to get as much rest as they need for that big, big game coming up against uh, the Pistons. I mean, it is the biggest game against the Detroit Pistons in Spurs history. (laughs) I don't see how not not game seven in 2005, but it's the biggest Spurs Pistons game in history. I just, just, just to put numbers on it. These two teams are a combined eight and 73. That's eight and 73. The Spurs are on pace. I did the math today uh, using my my kids' algebra from from uh, from ninth grade. Um, 
The Spurs are on pace for 11.7 wins, which would be the uh, fewest in in uh, club history. The Pistons are on pace for uh, 6.5, which would be an NBA record for an 82-game season for the worst season ever. So I, w- I was just wondering, I don't know if our crack producer, Monty, can like put in the uh, like the Monday night football theme from the 80s here uh-huh. i think that would be great You're like not the hank lot. williams thing but the like not this. the hank williams singing but the orchestral like that dun 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 it's that kind it's that kind of game that kind of build build up i think the world will be watching i hope jeff just didn't cost us thousands of dollars and that's copyrighted it's uh yeah but see i'm off key that's the key that will there was also some uh, breaking news leading into it won't be breaking news tomorrow when when the listeners listen. But breaking news before we recorded uh, the the worst team in the NBA is going to be even worse against the local cagers tomorrow and that uh, their best player, Kate Cunningham, won't play. So uh, that, that even adds to the to the drama of the whole thing. Uh, I mean, we joke, but like there's pressure on both these teams, right? Like yeah. both these teams have to be feeling some measure of pressure. Like, God, we got to win this one. Yeah. I think I will quibble is- with one thing. You said there's no team in the league that is approaching this level of ineptitude, but the Washington Wizards are uh, six and 30. They've so. almost doubled the, they've almost doubled, they have doubled the Pistons and wins. They're 100% better. Oh, I thought you meant both the teams. The Spurs are well, only one game worse than the than the Wizards. Well, they're, uh, you know, what's the six? They're 16.7% better. It's it's unbelievable. Uh, the, yeah, the, yeah the, 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 the Wizards are close, and that showdown's coming later this month. But but right now, these, these are the two clear trendsetters, the, 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 the two standard bearers. All right, so let's, let's, let's break it down. Why do, why do we think the Spurs can win? Because if not now, when? <laughs> not they, now. They, they have a secret weapon. What's that? Well, last time these teams met, I believe it was an overtime overtime affair. In oh, it was Devontae Graham. Devontae Graham set a spur a record, franchise record for points in a Spurs debut. So Pop's yeah. been holding him out. There you go. Yeah, but the, the Pistons good. have a, a secret weapon in that uh, amazing media dining hall that where Keldon goes in before the game yeah. and just scarfs all the pizza and uh, and uh, chicken fingers and whatnot. He might be a little sluggish. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. The Someone has mentioned before, uh, it's a really bad idea, uh, but that, that sports writers like us need to make more public like rankings of um, – Media meals, pregame, all that type of stuff. Like the listeners don't care. People they don't really don't. It's complaining about playing about food, but we'll make an exception here because Tom and Jeff, I think, both uh, have Detroit in the uh, what the top five league. Oh, it's number one. Like by number one, number one with a bullet. Like nothing comes okay. close to this spread that they have. Uh, <laughs> See, I didn't think Tom had him had him number one. It's the variety. It's-, it's like going to Luby's. Like you can get anything you want there. Okay. There's like every other arena you go to. Here's your meal, and this is what you got. Take it or leave it. Jeff well, this is this is by that standard. Like, uh, it's clearly why the Golden Corral is far superior to any of your five star French well, no, restaurants. That's, that's, but it's also thank you, Mike. Because if you go to a five star okay. French restaurant, it's a prefix menu. You only get one thing. But at Golden Corral, you could have anything. Pull, so pull, the, pull the entire league. 
I don't know how many people go. Well, you need to pull 500 people. It'd be 499 to, I guess, one. I'm just finding out true. now it would just be the one. It's, it's, it's the everyone. Number. Everyone raves about this thing. It's the number it's amazing. One, it's, it's the so number different. one guilty pleasure meal. I mean, you don't feel good afterward, at least. I, I mean, the, because there's no place that's serving you five star French cuisine, Mike Finger. You know this. Yeah, but uh, I also. And and I think even the listeners know this. We've discussed it in the past. Uh, Jeff McDonald is is renowned across our. But it's uh, everyone you know, from, I know from, from C to everyone. signing she C for having the palate of a of a six year old. Like, everyone uh, I know, like the first year this Little Caesars thing opened, the uh, Little Caesars Arena. Like every place you would go, people would be be in whatever dining hall going. Have you seen the thing in, in Detroit? That's unbelievable. Okay. I can't believe okay. it. Well, it's not just okay. me. We probably already spent too much time on this. I talking know. About media food. Let's move on. Okay. Okay. Good Tom has God. been with Tom has been with the Cagers on this trip. Uh, just uh, the, the, we we do this every week. Update on the state of the Spurs. Well, how are you feeling? Where 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 are they these days? Well, Mentally, physically, all that stuff. Like I said, they were right there the last two games, and uh, Cleveland was a tough one. You know, they had the the turnover there with 10 seconds left. Uh, Wemby passed up a shot, although I, I don't I don't blame him for that. It was a, a good double team closing on him, led by Jared Allen. And he gets the ball to uh, Jeremy. Double team, they rotate really well on him as well. He kicks it out uh, to the perimeter, misses Keldon, and that's the game. The past uh, two games have yes. featured... Uh, Victor Wembanyama passing in on what turned out to be the pivotal possession. The first one, I think, uh, was a pretty clear-cut, obvious, you have to pass their move. He had nowhere to go. I'm not sure about the design of that after timeout play, um, if it was perfect. But the, both Devin and Victor both found themselves in situations where they were they they didn't have many places to go, and then right. you do you do have an NBA player in the short corner, the most uh, uh, the 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 location on the floor that is that other than at the rim that is the best shot you can take in an NBA basketball game, either a layup, a dunk, or a or a corner three because it's the closest, it's the most makeable, and uh, it's Trey Jones who is not a great three point shooter, but I think you sort of have to live with that wide, wide, wide open shot against mm-hmm. Milwaukee. I have no problem with that play. The one against Cleveland, I think, yeah, Victor's guarded, but I think eventually that is a shot you want your franchise player to take in that situation, uh, yeah, rather than take. make rather than make that that pass to. Jeremy and in a situation where he's not in his best spot and then he makes a pass that clearly wasn't great. Um, you want at some point, probably this year, but, but for sure in his career, Victor Wembanyama to take that shot driving to the basket, even though you're guarded, you want to take that yeah. shot. Yeah, um, it was the right clear. basketball play, but but you're right. Yeah, I don't think it. See, I don't see. I don't think it was the right basketball. Well, I don't think they, it was they closed <laughs> on him pretty well. It was a good no. double team. If you're Victor Wimbanyama, that is not the right basketball play. And I think I think he would probably admit that uh privately. That's that's not that, that's just not you don't the yeah. other two options are not better than what Victor has there. They're closing well, on him, but he's seven foot four. 
Little jump and hook. Little jump hook. Yeah, Giannis does not think he's seven four, but little little yeah. jump hook. If you're Gian, Giannis five, doesn't yeah, think he's seven three. Uh, but uh, when, yeah, when yeah. when Keldon made that pass to Victor, like as he's making it, I had this flash in my brain, like, oh my gosh, they finally figured this it out. Was a, it was has got someone pinned deep in the post. Throw the seven four guy the ball, let him shoot a jump hook over over everybody, and that's yeah. your best option. And yeah. that's fine. Should have taken yep. the shot. Yep. I don't mind the and, pass. And he the absolutely. Pass looked the pass looked open. The pass to Jeremy looked open for a second. Alan, like I see why Alan, he made it. Allen had blocked him. Sure, pretty- that was a dunk. That's yeah. It. So I mean, maybe he was a little gun shy. It's a learning sure. experience. It's a learning experience. It's I understand. Experience. I understand the pass to Jeremy. It looked open for a second, but if you're scared. Jared Allen is going to block Victor Wimbanyama. You're double scared he's going to block Jeremy Sohan. Correct. Like Jeremy's so, not in a Jeremy's not in a situation where he has an obvious shot there. That's better than the one Victor yeah. has. And so at that point, and, and I don't I, mind the pass. I don't mind the pass out to Keldon, who kind of right. was in the wrong spot. Yeah, right. he was in the wrong spot. Definitely, he should cut in. He should definitely cut in. What? But everyone thought Jeff Victor was going to take that take the shot. Right. Keldon threw the pass to Victor, thinking that he was going to take the shot, and he kind of just loose let up. Is what happened. I kind of don't think that either there's a lot of a uh, gray area about either of those two plays. I think Victor clearly made the correct pass to Trey Jones against yes. Milwaukee and he clearly yes. made the wrong pass against Cleveland. Uh, it goes both ways. Um, and I think next time, you know, you, you go through endings like this, you go through these crunch time minutes, which it's, it's probably a positive thing uh, to sound like Greg Popovich uh, that they competed their butts off and put themselves in a situation where they have these crunch time reps. It's good to get them and to fail on them and then to get better next time. Uh, we've gone this far. We're gone 10 minutes into this podcast without discussing the fact that uh, there's a new, uh, at least for the moment, maybe not tomorrow, but at least for the moment, starting point guard for your local cagers. Dominic Barlow. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know it, it, we've said all along this isn't going to be a cure-all um, and it hasn't been the games have sort of gone how the games have gone they've gotten like they've gotten out to good starts but they got it out to good starts with Jeremy Sohan at point guard yeah. um, I, I think we've discussed this a lot over the past week off the podcast I think this is something that should have happened earlier that's fair to say um, the the numbers say the Spurs are better with Trey Jones playing point better. guard. Uh, the only two two man lineups that are positive on the whole team out of fifty six that have played at least fifty minutes as of a couple days ago uh, are Trey Jones and Victor Wembanyama and Trey Jones and Devin Vassell. So you, it's a good idea to have those guys play together. And Trey, as a starter, Trey Jones is only going to play, as we've mentioned on the podcast before, five, six, seven more minutes than he did as a backup. We're talking, we're arguing over those few minutes, but I think it's a good idea to have him playing with the starters. I think that probably should have happened earlier. And I think this is where we're going to get into maybe a difference of opinion with the host and the drama queen of the, of the podcast. Um, I think they probably should have um, signed another point guard to start the season. Because the Jeremy Sohan thing did not work, uh, it 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 was wasted minutes, um, and I think I'll, I'll open it up to Jeff to to give his counter. But uh, while I will concede, and I've said all along that I was fine with attempting the Jeremy Sohan experiment. I think if that pays off, it pays huge, huge, huge dividends. 
I did not, uh, I did not argue against it when it was happening. So I can't argue against it after the fact, but after the fact, you can reevaluate and say, yeah, that probably was a bad idea. It did not come close to working. And they, if they had to do it to do all over again, they wouldn't, um, but uh, yeah. I'll, I'll let Jeff take over. <laughs> yeah. If you could know the results of an experiment before you start it, then you wouldn't have to do the experiment. But as of I've course. said, that's amazing. As I've said, that's amazing. <laughs> as I've said, okay. Well, okay. if you'd have told them they'd be five and 30, whatever, and, and uh, it wouldn't work, then they wouldn't do it. Well, of course they're not idiots. Okay. So when, when the listeners, the viewers, the shut-ins come to you on that awful, awful social media site and say, the Spurs should have signed a point guard and you dismiss them and say, oh, how can you say that? They tried whatever that, that, you know, you, you completely, I I you completely dismiss it. Yes, you do. No, yes, you I do. I don't you, care. You I say it doesn't, I say I don't care and it doesn't matter. But, but okay. This, and this sign is who? The, then who, this who is could the you argument. Sign, who could you have signed in July that, that you can't sign uh, at least an analog to right now? The, any other person. I Any think other it was, person, well, name one. You could have kept cam like campaign isn't much better, but you could name you any of those. He didn't guys. want to be here. Well, well he campaign didn't, want, didn't want campaign didn't want to be there. I think that was the big. Uh, I've said that, but there. but but he's under contract. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's the name, but a campaign like player who have like Jetty Osman wanted to be here. You could find the Jetty Osman of point guards. There there are plenty of guys who are just capable, and I, you say it doesn't matter. You say it doesn't matter. I really don't. It think matters. It, nah. it, it matters. That I, that's I, the argument that it, that I, it does matter. They're five and fifty. Like, I think we like they get, wanted to. Okay. They could be ten and forty-five, and that would be better. Sure, <laughs> sure, I, sure. Yippee, here, skippy. Here, here, you cannot here. say that, that. My problem with your whole uh, uh, answer on this, your whole approach, is you dismiss the idea that the Spurs messed up. And they messed well, up. No, I'm just if they had done up. that, that'd have been fine too. Can you let me like, finish? Everything's understandable. Can you let me finish? Are you Ross Perot now? What is this? Yes. Yes. Let me finish. You you on one hand, you dismiss anytime anytime someone says the Spurs should have signed whatever, your instinct is to say, ah, it doesn't matter anyway. Well, it sort of does. Like Vegas had them at 29 wins this year. That wouldn't have been a huge step forward on this podcast. We all agreed that was that was low. I think we did a poll of the panel in the preseason was 29 and a half. Were you, are you taking the over or the under? I think every one of us took the over because you expected to see pod, uh, progress. Uh huh. There has not been progress. If you're looking at the future, like do those do the first 50 games of this season, doom them to to does it doom their long term plan for building under Victor Wembanyama. Of course not, but it sets it back. I think all people want you to do is acknowledge that it sets it back. Like you cannot improve it's 20 wins every half year. A season. Right. It, it is less than half a season, but you can only you can only improve by so much every year. You're also again, I mentioned this before, during the DeMar LaMarcus years, when 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 everybody was yelling at them to tear everything down, we argued, I think correctly, that there is value to just not being not being terrible. That NBA teams do not exist um, in, in in on the computer. That that there are there are emotions, there are learning curves, there are um, 
uh, uh, levels of confidence that you don't want to shatter. And and we had said that there is value in trying to compete, trying to win, uh, winning 30 games instead of 25, winning 25 instead of 20 under DeMar and LaMarcus, even if you're not making the playoffs, because if you're really, really bad, that sets a tone that, that make, that sets an expectation that winning does not matter. And that is the danger of seasons like this. Like you cannot go from 10 wins to 40. And if they had gone this year to 29 wins to 35, then you could realistically expect that in year two under Victor Wembanyama, maybe they compete for a playoff berth. Maybe they get to 40 wins. Maybe they maybe they get in the play in. Now I think that's sort of unrealistic next year because you're not going to go from 10 to 40. And I do think that all this it doesn't like I said on the terrible website, like it it doesn't matter that much, but it matters. And I, I, I think that just to be honest with ourselves, it adds to our credibility where we can say, yes, the Spurs messed up here and yes, it matters. And that that gives us more credibility when we when we can say the Spurs did great sometime. But to tell to no, tell people one, over and one. over to tell people over and over and over that when the Spurs mess up, it doesn't matter. I think it it does everybody a disservice. I'm not saying they did great. I'm saying it was an understandable undertaking and it didn't work. And you move on like it can reasonable is all I'm saying. It was a reasonable idea. Well, how do they move on now? And the idea starting Trey Jones and then having Malachi Branham as the backup, like they're in a bad situation. And the idea that you're still wasting half was the gonna, game. Or I'm could, not saying campaign. I'm well, not saying who campaign. though? That no one can come up with that name. I think it's very easy. Let let me let me you talk and I'll look at at 2023. And you find me agents. someone that's going to get that would have got him to 30 wins this year based on. I'm not saying 30 wins. I'm Whoa, saying what? don't waste half a year on Jeremy Sohan playing what? point guard. It wasn't half a year. Did he start 15 games? We're we're going to start the uh, boxing gloves out here, sir. I got an argument here. I'm going to agree, agree with Mike. I'll let him have a little time here. The uh, one reason where it matters is uh, for your fans. Uh, when you I don't want care team, about them. Well, you the the Spurs should the Spurs should care about their fans. They've already lost two TV games because this team is was so brutal to watch. No one wants to watch this team. Like no one's I like well, the Milwaukee game was pretty fun. You want to see? Yeah. Well, yeah, these yeah because you're starting Trey Jones. That was the reason because Trey that Jones was the reason. Starter. Without Trey Jones as the starter, it's like watching unicorns swim in hot garbage. That's what the season has been like watching. When and when you put Trey Jones on the court, it becomes imminently watchable. And for I'm the fans, sure, I'm not sure he makes put, that much of it. I don't want to go that far because I don't think he makes that much of a difference, but it doesn't make well, a difference. It's it's you're watching a little bit better of a brand of basketball when you're watching Trey Jones play 33 minutes versus him playing 23 minutes, because when, when he plays, he's not that great of a player. Right. But Devin Vassell and Victor Winbayama both play a lot better with Trey Jones on the court. They play a lot better with a true point guard on the court and the basketball is a little bit better. Sure, they're not going to win a lot of games, but they're going to be a little bit more competitive you're looking at a team that has one of the worst net ratings in NBA history. That's how bad they've been. And then when you put Trey Jones on the court, they have a positive net rating. Or it's like minus two. That's his total net rating for the year. Minus two. You're competitive with him on the court. You're not competitive without on the court. And you're doing fans a disservice if you're not even trying. Nobody's arguing that they're better with Trey Jones. on the. That's clearly obvious, but... I just, I think the plan, all, I think they had that in their backpack all along. We're going to try this. We're going to try that. We can always go back to Trey Jones when we need to, and, which it and, appears that's what they've done. And they usually go do this. I mean, it's not, it's not set in stone, but when they have things like this, they usually look at things in 20 game inter- increments. So you had Jeremy starting about that many. 
They were nearing that mini with Malachi starting. He got hurt. It looks like they moved on to, to phase three a little, little earlier, knowing that was always in their back pocket. And also knowing you're starting a guy that is not going to be your starting point guard when the Spurs are good. Well, true. But that, I mean, that you, you had, you've done that before, but the, the argument is that they stuck, they stuck with those experiments for too long. Hey, if you watch Malachi Branham on the court, you knew he wasn't a point guard. I mean, I don't know where they got that idea or they thought that was a good idea. That's my, that's one of my arguments. Well, they're, I they're, Malachi yeah. Branham. That was a bad idea from the jump. Well, he started a lot of point guard last year too. So I think they were just and, trying to re 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 and it didn't, and it didn't work then either. Well, it was hard to tell because they were bad. Well, but, I mean, um, it's hard to tell when you're bad because I mean, it, there, it was I think a lot of it is they, they don't have, they don't have a point guard, which is bad. Roster. And that's the, that's the, they should have gotten and, one. And then <laughs> we've, we've and, come and I will circle, defend, folks. I will defend them on the Devonte Graham thing. A lot of uh, the, the, the viewers, listeners out there are saying, just play Devonte Graham. He's a point guard, like nominally by, by Wikipedia definition, maybe, but he's not, why? he's not what he's, he's not what they need a point. There's a reason why yeah. it's not playing. I think if um, you, I think if you look at this solely from Victor's development, it, it does matter. I mean, uh, it, yes. it matters. Yeah. It's, Thank you, Tom. It, and that's, that's the one thing I think you need to look at is, is how, well, how they've, is, they've got 50 games still to do that, but they don't, but, but you know what I mean, okay. A, they don't have 50 games. They have a little over half the season. And if well, they don't, games. no, it's not. I mean, <laughs> and back to, back to Victor for a second. They played it's, 35. Do you want to get the number the exact number? I was exaggerating yeah. a little, just like earlier when you said they were three and 50, which they're not. Okay. Yeah, Back to exaggerating. Hey, Stephen A. Well, like, we there. already know but, that Victor can Okay. Play. But, but my point of the 50 games is, are they going to get, are they going to sign a point guard tomorrow? No, they're stuck with what they have. And they're, they're stuck with these Malachi Branham point guard minutes and Jeremy Sohan minutes. And I guess Blake, I, I honestly would, I'm fine with seeing more Blake West, Blake Wesley point guard minutes. I think there's that, value to all that in the second unit situation. Uh, I think there's uh, value to that. That's that's but where it, experiments should happen is in your second and when you're. I think one, there's value to that. Experiment. Let's see if Malachi Brandon can play point guard. Have that. Have him do with that second unit. Don't have him that experiment on the court with Wimbiama, which sets back Victor. Well, here you go. Yeah. Here but you anyway, go. You got plenty of time to do that. We're not even anyway, All Star break. We're not even close to the All Star break. Back to Victor. How the amazing. All-Star break has not had the halfway point of the season. Anyway, but we're not to the halfway point. You've got plenty of games to do all this stuff. Plenty of games. How amazing is Victor to be doing what he's doing with Sohan, with 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 uh, Malachi, Trey, whoever at point guard, and the minutes restriction. Just doing what he's doing is amazing uh, in, in these circumstances. You know, and, just... and the fact that you say in these circumstances uh-huh. is – is the, a qualifier that shouldn't be a qualifier. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> by, the, by the way, just a list of, and not, and, and I'm just going to list a bunch of names because this is the this is the kind of guy they could have gotten. Uh, like you you have veteran types who were free agents who, by the way, think back to last summer, the Spurs had unlimited cap space, un, basically unlimited. You, you could money whip anybody you want, some random backup point guard and they would have come here whether whether they wanted to be with a rebuilding team or not also they could have played with Victor Wimbanyama but you could go you could go the old school route of like a uh DJ Augustine or Alec Burks who Alec Burks is with the Pistons now um just just veteran point guards steady steady hands who you could have around for a year like your Javon Carter's 
uh jordan clarkson's probably wouldn't have come here but you could have money with them if you want because because that would have taken a longer financial commitment what have you but there are those types of guys you know michael carter williams javon carter troy brown uh on down the list of of guys who like how do you choose difference makers how do you choose between those 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 guys okay how do you choose between those guys and jeremy sohan at point guard Malachi I think, Brand, guys, I th- guys I think, who cannot I, I, play the position. My point is, fine. there are guys who you could have gotten. It's all fine. It's all fine. That would that would have been great. But I also think you want to give minutes to the guys that you're 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 young guys. You don't want to take minutes. You don't want to take the. You would rather have Malachi give Brand, minutes, Blake Wesley give running min- around, yeah, and Javon yeah, give, Carter. Yeah, give I'd rather minutes, have Blake give, Wesley playing twenty minutes and being miserable at it than Javon Carter or someone or Michael Carter Williams. Okay. Then play Blake with Wesley. They well, aren't look there. What they're, they're doing is they're giving their minutes that you think are so valuable to Jeremy Sohan and Malachi Branham who are regressing by well, playing those anymore. point guard minutes. Not anymore. Jeremy Sohan has not played point guard in a month, but we're talking about the season as a whole. Has he, 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 he regressed and I'm not sure he's recovered from that. I don't look at his numbers at power forward. They look pretty similar to what he was doing last year. Okay. He is, he, he is uh, running the offense uh, in certain circumstances. And, and the Malachi point, Malachi yeah. Brown is not a point guard. I'll agree with you. Sure. That. Like, I agree like with that, that too. That sh- shouldn't be happening. Well, it's not. It's it is in the, in well, on the back on the second team. The only thing Branham does well at the point guard position is shoot free throws. That's that's, that's my that's the best thing I can say about how he, how he performed. That. I would say your second unit point guard, your ball mover, is really Chetty Osman, and I would say a lot of it matters less now that Keldon Johnson's there because he's going to be creating a lot of his own offense. Woof. I think they. Fi- I mean, they're not going to be good, yeah. but I think they finally got things organized, like the way they, the the the, the way the, they should have from can. the first game of the season. Well, when thought they I were mean, if, organize it, if their goal was to do that, but they wanted to try their stuff first, and I don't mind it. This is the season to do that because you're going to suck anyway. I think I think Popovich kind of ruined the experiment. I mean, we go back to this and we brought it up a hundred times. Is his comments before the season kind of ruined the fact That's that fair. Hey, we're just going to experiment? He said they're going to try to win. They didn't. That was that was a mis- That was the mistake. That was a huge mistake. Or the way he phrased it was no, what that and yelling at the crazy. fans are his two biggest mistakes of the season. Well, the, the, I'll be pedantic again. the The mistake wasn't necessarily saying that. It was. It was. If you're going to say that, then you need to approach the season differently. Um, and I think it's a. I think it's a combination. The two. The two together. That's fair. It's it's him saying it was about winning, and then they didn't follow through on it. That's fair. Um, I think they thought and, they would they would win a bit more games. They did way they, the way they were going. The thing is, the thing with Sohan is you want to find out if 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 we have this six eight guy who can actually do this, mm-hmm. that that changes everything, and that changes who you draft next year. That that changes where who you throw your big cap space money at in the future. They wanted to see, and they saw, and now here we go. You know, now they now they know you can't do it. All this is all this drama on this podcast is mainly for the ratings. Like we're doing it just for the for the huge. No, I legitimately it's, 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 for, it's for the Taco Palenka stuff. Uh, like the <laughs> Taco Palenka is loving this because it's just drawn in the ears, the the eyeballs, all that type of stuff. Uh, we're Jeff and I are closer on this than than we let on. But the, you just like to argue. The, the problem. The, the the point about the experiment. Um, and and while I've written, I, I've conceded that if this works, if that works, 
it's a huge, huge thing. Like being able to play Jeremy Sohan at point guard, if he becomes a if he becomes a, a an NBA caliber upper division point guard, that's a, that's amazing. But part of why you employ a a, a, a stats department and an analysis team, scouts, all these smart people, and the Spurs have some of the smartest people in the league. Those guys are great. They their their wins far outnumber their losses. But part of the reason you do all that is to identify which experiments have a chance of working. And like, it would be a huge thing if like, how great would it be if Zach Collins could be an NBA point guard? Uh, <laughs> you, know, you don't try that experiment though, because that clearly is not going to work. And there was not really an ounce of, I, I cannot remember a point in this during this whole experiment, 15 games, 20 games, whatever it was, where I thought, wow, this Jeremy thing is really close to working. It never did. And so I think that even though while you can say it would have been great if it worked out and they they tried it and it didn't, like I, I kind of tip my hat and say kudos to you for trying something different. The NBA can be boring uh, with traditional thinking. They tried something new. But that looking back on it, that it's not that that was a 50 50 coin flip and it didn't work out like that. That Jeremy Sokin at point guard thing maybe had what a 5% chance of working out. I don't know. And, and, and that's a gamble that they took. And sure, sure, sometimes you take gambles and fail, but that gamble did not have much of a chance. I don't think we don't know what they off. were seeing in practice. I, I, I think if you go back, this is kind of, I think this is actually true. If we go back and listen to one of our podcasts from before the season where I was kind of making fun of it and, and using almost like a sarcastic example like you just did and saying, uh, why don't we play Trey Jones at center? Right. And you guys were talking me down. I and agree. We're all, we're all flipped around. The difference is I admit that I got it way, way, way wrong. Um, I, I got saying it, it. I'm just saying it was a reasonable. It was a reasonable. Like there are reasons for it. There are reasons. Of course. I, I don't yell as much on this podcast, but if you go back, you will find that I was never endorsing it. Just for the just just for the record, Trey Jones all the way since he was it's, drafted. It's easy to not be wrong when 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 you, when you never put yourself out there. But uh, okay. this is well, I, it's hard it's hard to yell over Jeff. To be fair, that's true. But I'm a very hey. I got to go eat some mac and cheese or something. It's it's almost lunchtime. Okay, <laughs> I got to wrap this up. Okay, well, you know. Uh, my, my advice to everyone out there for the week, we, we like to finish up on a positive note. Wait, hold and, on. Uh, Tom's going to have some mac and cheese probably at the Little Caesars tomorrow. So You say you want to leave and then you keep interjecting. Sorry. <laughs> this freaking guy, man. Um, yeah. It's, it's like breaking your flow. I mean, it's just completely ruined now. The, uh, the thing is... It was is, already ruined. The thing is try to see the positive side of things, but, but use the Spurs insider podcast brought to you by Taco Palenque as a guide for the way you approach the rest of the week. And keep in mind that sometimes you might be on the wrong track and sometimes you might have made a mistake. And when you do acknowledge it, like the host of the Spurs insider podcast does and try to use that as an, as a learning experience to make the rest of your days better. And don't take the Jeff McDonald approach of putting your hands over your ears and oh, insisting and insisting this very positive that no all. mistakes were like ever made. Now I'm glad try to use us. Try to use the Spurs Insider podcast brought to you by Taco Palenque as an example. Either be a Mike or be a Jeff. The choice is up to you. 
Take care of each other. Keep it real. We'll see. Tom says it's a game of mistakes. Okay, Tom. The answer is be a Tom. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.